Say your name and what you do. Chris Velosky, and I own a business. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marissa Kelly, and I also own a business. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. Officially, I would like to welcome you, Jeff, to our show. You are an international business consultant, high-performance coach, and best-selling author. So welcome to Business AF Live. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah, so... Um, you know, you have, you know, obviously those three titles where, you know, where we want to highlight most of them. Um, but I think <laughs> what I really want to get into, um, you know, at least in the beginning is um, your coaching, because I think that's I think a lot of uh, uh, business owners are, you know, they hear about high performance coaches. They don't really know what that means. They just Mm -hmm. And and really, I would like to hear from you in your words what 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 is high performance coaching and who would be ideal for something like that? Yeah, so um, so I'm a certified high performance coach, and that's a certification I got through the Institute of High Performance, and uh, that institute did studies uh, across uh, you know multiple countries. Uh, millions of people, over 300 indicators that they measured, mm -hmm. and they were looking for commonalities that were there between high performers. And not only just high performers, but like consistently high performers year after year. So in this, and they, and they interviewed people like, uh, you know, Olympic athletes, you know, CEOs, top salespeople, um, you know, whatever field they were in, they had to be at the top and they had to consistently be at the top. And uh, what they did is they discovered that there is some elements that were in common between all of those. And those are the elements that I teach. And so it's important that, you know, those are being the foundation of everything that you need. And, you know, that's, that's everything like productivity, influence, um, your, your clarity and focus, um, and uh, energy is very, you know, your physiology and psychology, very mm -hmm. important. And so all of my training is a curriculum training. And that's another thing to in, that's a little bit different in like coaching is I'm based off of a curriculum. It's not like traditional coaching. Traditional coaching is more, you know, asking questions. How's your day? What are you focusing on? You know, where are you stuck? Let me help you through that. Why don't you do this? What do you think you should do? All those things is traditional coaching. My coaching is more through a curriculum. So mm -hmm. take it like going to school. You know, there's, there's a set number of principles because if you do those things, then your performance level will up, up uh, level up, and mm -hmm. then uh, you know you'll get higher results. Right, right. So, and, go ahead. And how should you charge for uh, those type of services? Um, so I have a couple different ways. So I have uh, group coaching. So mm -hmm. I can do large groups just to scale down the pricing of it, uh, mm -hmm. and then my one-on-one -on -one coaching is at that uh, twenty-four thousand dollars a year. 
Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's definitely sounds like something that, um, you know, it's definitely an investment in yourself and it's, it's not like, uh, I'm going to go to a weekend workshop and be automatically done. Yeah, exactly. Something. Yeah. Over time. So who would be like an ideal person that would be, I mean, I feel like everyone wants to be better and get to that. Yeah. But like, I don't know if the people that are ready to want to do that yeah. have those that fund, you know, or that amount of extra income to be able to pay you. So, who is like the ideal person that you would pose? Well, I, I think you hit it on the nose. Yes, it kind of fits everyone because everybody kind of wants to level up, right? I mean, isn't that the whole thing? Is you want to take wherever you're at now and kick it up another notch? And right, uh, I, I think a lot of people are like that. Um, and that's why I do more of my group coaching to make it more feasible for more people to do that. Um, on my one-on-one level, it's really people that are business owners, entrepreneurs, professionals that, uh, that like they have a way to considerably make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, one, I, I work with some financial advisors mm-hmm. and uh, you know, helping them could mean, you know, $20,000 per client, you know, mm-hmm. recurring every year for as long as they have them. So that mm-hmm. could be, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. And so, um, so that, that kind of gives you a little scale mm-hmm. from it, but usually it's someone that's, that's stuck or they just really have plateaued in their results mm-hmm. and, or they have a slight increase. Uh, and they're they're really not like sure. It's kind of like uh, losing weight, right? It's kind of like mm-hmm. that last ten pounds. You're like, I just can't get rid of that last ten pounds. Mm-hmm. I, that that's that's really that that kind of next level I can take you to. Mm-hmm. And have you ever encountered a situation where someone seemed to have the qualities that were ready to take this next step and level up, and then it just doesn't work out, like? like have you ever said no to someone yeah <laughs> yes many yeah. times many times they've, they've got to be motivated mm-hmm. like they're, they've got to be committed to following the process mm-hmm. they can't be just like testing well okay do your magic put your magic wand to me and you know get me those results mm-hmm. it really has to be someone that's 100 percent committed to you know you know going full out and uh, and following and trusting the process. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times, not not everybody's open to that. Some people don't want to be vulnerable, you know, and, and really share what's really there and what's holding them back. And so when that happens, it's just not a good fit. I'll suggest either doing my group where they kind of sit back and let someone else be vulnerable right. and at the same time kind of listen in and kind of absorb the knowledge and do whatever they want to do with that knowledge. Um, or, you know, uh, but they, they truly have to be vulnerable and open to really, really pushing themselves to that next level. And accountability is key. I mean, like I'm going to hold them accountable and they got to want accountability. So, so you can almost coach anyone doesn't really have to be a business, correct? Doesn't have to be a business. No, no, no. You could easily be just someone that, uh, like I've coached stay, uh, stay home moms, you know, and they're just really, you know, feel like they have no adult life. You know, they feel like they're always giving to their kids 
and never actually giving to something for themselves. So they're, they're all about give, give, give. And, and then they feel like they don't get anything because right. they don't, they don't allow it. So things like that, we start to go through the, the high performance, uh, curriculum and then they start to open up and see, Oh, wow. You know, what if I did this, you know, and then they start to open up into doing those actions and, you know, it completely transforms their relationship with their kids and their family and, mm-hmm. and so on. So, I mean, everybody has different, different levels, you know, right. for, for that particular thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's, that's really awesome. I think, especially for stay at home moms, I, I, I've met a few and they're just kind of lost, you know, it's not, you know, yeah. it's, it's flashy to be like, Oh, I get to stay home and just be a mom and not do anything. But I think there's just a lot of, there's no purpose. I mean, aside yeah. from caring for their kids, there's no purpose. There. Yeah, they do. They lose that purpose and they, and they lose the daily intention. So mm-hmm. another thing in high performance is really creating intentions mm-hmm. uh, for the moments, you know? So are you living a life in intentions or are you just living a life unconsciously going through the motions each day? Like, mm-hmm. did you, did you did you set an intention for for this for this uh you know podcast for example or did you just you know say all right let's just see what happens and go from there yeah you know it's like it's purposeful you know just like when you guys sent those questions to me you know Mm -hmm. it's purposeful because it gives you a foundation of where you want your intentions to go and you know parents need that too you know and most of the time they don't do that right they get they get lost with laundry and cleaning and whatever it is. <laughs> so when you're uh, work, for example, working with a new client, that's, uh, that's her view somehow, how, what is your onboarding process? So first off, uh, you would go through a uh, one-on-one meeting with me, completely complimentary. And uh, that meeting is to just discover whether it's a good fit for us to work together or if I should just give you some good homework to go do for yourself, that's going to allow you to, you know, move to that next level where you are ready to work with a high performance coach. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's a pretty intense, uh, you know, it's like it's one hour. Um, so it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's even if people are not ready for that, they'll know after that call. If they're not ready, yeah. and I totally, I totally suggest like, you know, do that call. I mean, that call is, is definitely worth every penny of the time that I'm going to give you. I mean, I have over 25,000 hours of working with cons- uh, business owners and people mm-hmm. through barriers that are holding them back in life. Right. So wherever you're at that call, you know, my whole intention for that call, just so you know, is to empower you to go way beyond your belief and to really live a life of endless possibilities. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at how can I deliver that through that conversation of getting to know each other and finding out if we're a good fit. Right, right. Perfect. Um, um, I think that sounds similar to other discovery processes, but I think you probably hit on some vulnerabilities in that conversation too. You know, oh, yeah, we we definitely get personal. And because, like I said, if they don't want to get personal about it, then it's just not a good fit. You know, it's there's some other things that I could suggest them to do and so on that, uh, 
you know, eventually we'll open that up. Yeah, right. So um, I have a, a question, and, and you know, we can talk about this actually because of because Valentine's Day is coming up, and <laughs> you know, your story of you know meeting your your wife, and you know this whole coaching thing. Like, how did you transition into what I would call? I mean, I know you you know, in, a, in another sense, but what I call you is like a love coach, like a soulmate. Coach. You, know, you, you now do this for other people. How did that transition happen? It's a funny story. It's, it's, it, it truly is. Cause I never would have thought, you know, if you would have told me, you know, 15 years, Oh yeah, you're going to be a, a love coach or, you know, I, or I think of that. <laughs> you know, yeah, and that's what you're going to help people do is find their soulmate or uh, what was that movie uh, with uh, Hitch? Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> If you would have told me any of that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. That's exactly what I envisioned. No, not at all. <laughs> but it was uh, it happened one day when I was coaching uh, one of my clients uh, in Australia. So I was working with him on the phone and. He was uh, he was kind of in a dark place in his business. Like he felt stuck. He uh, he felt like it was his business was hopeless. He wasn't getting any of his best clients or what I like to call ideal clients. And um, I remember him getting done telling me this, you know, all this where he's you know stuck and everything. And I said, well, you know, you, know, you can do this. And I gave him confidence to do it. And he said, well how would you do it, Jeff? And so I just walked them through and I had walked them through these five key areas that I would do. Mm-hmm. I told them, you know, here's how you're going to do it. If you drop ship me in Sydney, this is what I would do first. And this, I'd do this. And then I'd do this. And then it got this before, you know, it, I'd have ideal clients and I'd be way ahead of you and you're already there. So, you know, you could probably get a head start before I catch a plane to fly out there. And he laughed and, but he got off the phone and he was like, you know, in action, you know, he was alive again. He didn't feel sad. He was like really in action. He had tons of energy. I hung up the phone and I was, I have a mirror when I, when I coach in front of me and I looked at the mirror and I was like, man, that was, that was some really good advice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and we probably all had these moments, right? You're looking at yourself or you're saying to yourself, and it's like, oh, some good advice. I should probably take that advice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the epiphany I had. Like, man, I, I really got it. You know, and as a coach, it's it's no integrity if you're just telling but not doing yourself. Right. So for, for me, it was an integrity issue. And I was like, well, where could I implement that advice? Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, I was single. And I was I was really hiding out. And I, but I, I truly did want a relationship. I kept telling people, oh yeah, I'm looking for that special person, but you know, I, I got lots of, I, I got too, too busy with work and, you know, when the right person comes, but deep down inside, I really knew I kind of gave up on the whole process, no. kind of like my client was. And so I was just like, all right, I've got to take on finding my soulmate. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's the thing that triggered it for me right. was that. Yeah. So how did you find yourself? Yeah. Or, or, 
First yeah. of all, what's the definition of a soulmate, and then how did you find that? Yeah, a soulmate to me is it, it. I mean, there's so many different ways people call it. You know, it could be your ideal partner, it could be that significant other, it could be your your wife or your husband that you want. It could be, uh, you know, uh, the one. That was kind of one of the things I used to say. I used to say the soulmate or the one. I'm looking for the woman of my dreams uh, was another way I described it a lot. Uh, but truly, it's that person that you're meant to be with for the rest of your life. Right. And uh, for me, that's that's what started it, you know. And so I did exactly what uh, my I told my clients. So I said, okay. You know, just like you guys started with me, who is that ideal client that you're looking for? Or who's that ideal client that works best? Did the same thing. I, you know, I layered out, you know, and got complete clarity and focus on exactly who I was looking for in the woman of my dreams. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I know to keep those very short, but um, to have no more than five or less, because if you do, it's easier to find that than it is to have your big long list that everybody kind of talks to you about, right? You're like, make your big list out and, you know, see if you can, you know, and by the time you kind of go through it all, you never find the right person, right? <laughs> so, so I teach, take that big list and narrow it down to five key bullets. Mm-hmm. And, and then basically, I believe I'm old school. So I didn't like apps or I didn't like, uh, you know, the online dating, I tried them um, and I just found them more of a waste of my time. And so I ended up just doing old school referral, you know, so I believe in people introducing people to others. And so I went to my community who knows me very well. I shared with them, you know, my top five qualities and attributes that I was looking for in, in my soulmate. And, uh, and then I just asked them, I said, who do you know that fits that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I went on uh, 43 dates in 120 days, all by introductions uh, uh, from my community in France. Wow. That's yeah. a big budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found that out. That's one of the lessons I, I definitely teach right away is, you know, I, like I said, I'm old school. So I like to take a woman out, have dinner, pay for it, all that. And I, that lasted about two weeks until I realized this is very expensive. <laughs> and I, I made the transition to coffee very, very quickly. Right. <laughs> um, this, you know, you talked about the five things. Um, this actually brings up a question I wanted to ask, and you kind of answered it in terms of you were looking for five things. but doing this work and doing all the, the 43 dates and all that, did it, did, is your wife the woman you envisioned or is there only, you know, was it exactly what you were looking for or what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, so this is probably another thing that makes me unique in my coaching Mm -hmm. is I don't believe there's compromise in your top five qualities and attributes. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if it's not all five, Mm -hmm. then I think that you can make it work because I was very good at that from my past relationships, whether it was a week, a month, a year, few years, I can make that work. But eventually I just got fed up of compromising. 
And so I think a lot of divorces and everything typically happen that way. They've compromised for so many years Mm -hmm. and then they get fed up with that. And it wasn't natural because they had to compromise that. And, and so, uh, I, I call them your five deal breakers, and if they just don't hit that, I, I never went on a date unless they met all five qualities and attributes. Uh, that was that was that was crucial. Even if it was four, I didn't go out on a date. I'd say I would say all four to the person that introduced me, and then I'd, I'd say the fifth one that they'd go, yeah, that's definitely not her. And I would say, yeah, it doesn't sound like a good fit. Who else do you know? Right. Hmm. So. Um, and I believe the other person, and this is why you got to date a lot is I believe the other person has their top five Mm -hmm. and I believe they don't really, some of them probably, I would bet most of them didn't do the work that I did to come up with my top five. Mm -hmm. So in that first date, it's kind of exploring and getting them to discover what their top five are. So that you can find out, are you a fit of that or not? Yeah. So you got right? to the point really quickly. Like, yeah. No. There, there was, there's none of this chit chat, whatever. I really wanted meaningful relations. And I was truthful with women. Like I said, you know, I'm out to look for the woman of my dreams. And, uh, you know, I'd love to go have coffee with you and just kind of get to know you and, and so on. So if they thought that was like too rushing, yeah. then definitely wasn't a good fit. Right. One of my qualities was to have a family in the next two to three years. So if they were already like, well, well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship or I, I don't think, you know, it was like, it was clear to me. It was like, yeah, that's perfectly okay. You know, just, I'm not a good fit for you. Yeah. So um, from the, from the coaching with this, the, the soulmate coaching and the love and all that, uh, you went on to write a book about it, right? Yes. Yeah. Tell us about your best selling book and uh, who is it for? Yeah. So, uh, for, so for years, people would, you know, that were single would say, hell, how'd you meet your wife? You know, and I would tell them the story. Yeah. on how I went on 43 dates in 120 days. And uh, uh, and the other thing I didn't share with you, and this is kind of interesting, but I purchased uh, two fully paid cruise tickets for me and the woman of my dreams, not knowing who she was. So I did that in March. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know her name or anything. Nothing. And uh, so I was buying these cruise tickets for two people that really I couldn't afford. Like if I was with my accountant, he'd be like, no, you're not doing that. But I did because I need, I, one of the things I teach is you got to have a big goal and you've really got to have something that's either pulling you towards that goal or, you know, usually you can do a negative reward or a positive reward. And so for me, I was all about positive. I was like, you know, I'm going on a cruise. And the negative reward was money because the other thing I said to uh, my community of people was if I don't have her by that time frame, then I won't go on the cruise or I'll go on the cruise, but I'll go on the cruise by myself and she'll be on the cruise. Oh. So, so I pay for two 
and just go for my, just go with myself. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going to compromise again just to bring someone because I'm sure I could have found many people that would be more than willing to go on a seven day cruise in the Caribbean fully paid for, you know. So, so anyhow, so I did that. And uh, so I tell my story all the time to single people and they go, oh my gosh, you should write a book about that. Oh, that's a great movie. You know, and, and they went on and on and on. And I always go, oh, yeah, whatever, yes. And then, uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person that I don't like to read. Mm-hmm. I don't like, uh, let alone be an author. So <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to audiobooks, but yeah. I wasn't thinking, oh, yeah, I need to write a book. So right. anyhow, one day I was just challenged and again confronted like I should probably take my own advice and it was like why am I being stingy and holding back giving this to the world when um when when I when I have something that really works especially for people that are business owners because they can relate to it very easy when it comes to finding their own ideal client let alone finding love right right so that's so they can get that book from your website yeah, they can go uh, uh, to my website. There's a there's a link to buy uh, the book there, um, or you can just go directly to Amazon. Uh, the book is called The Fifth Power for Relationships, and that's the five key secret powers to finding your soulmate. <laughs> Taking notes down there. <laughs> <laughs> and some other thing too is uh, I I am. Uh, I am going to be, I have a Facebook page too that uh, people are more than willing to go to. Um, and it's called the um, Find Your Soulmate in 120 Days. And I do free coaching and training on there. There's going to be live videos I like to do in February, right before Valentine's, uh, so that people can, uh, you know, stay focused on, you know, finding their soulmate. Yeah, that's. I'll put that up on the screen so if anyone's looking at the replay, they can definitely check it out. Um, so one of the before we wrap up here, one of the things that we do is ask a random question just to get to know you and lighten up the mood at the end. And Chris is going to take that question. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, what is your spirit animal, and why is it that? What is my spirit animal, and why is it that? Let's see. That's a good question. I I would think. Um, hmm. I've never really thought of that. <laughs> nice, nice way to stump me. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of my qualities and how I would match that to that. Uh, let's see. You can make up the animal. <laughs> it could be like a liger. <laughs> well, I, I'm just trying to think. I, it's almost like, a, I would say like a mother lion, you know, because a mother lion really takes care of those people that are close, like their cubs. Yeah. And, uh, and they're also the hunter, you know, so they're also the driver that goes out and you know makes things happen for the family and i think uh i think that's a good way to describe me is Mm -hmm. you know i I have that mother feature 
you know, it's that love hate relationship as a coach and mm -hmm. as a father and as a husband. And then there's also, you know, that, that other side of me that, you know, I'll do anything whatsoever to make that happen. Right. So. That's a good answer. Very good answer. So uh, thank you again for uh, joining us on Business AF. If people want to connect with you or they can sign up for a free consultation on your website at jeffcrawl.com. And we really appreciate you joining us and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. This is the Business AF podcast where it's all business most of the time. You can listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at businessafpod.com. If you like what you hear and you want to let people know, don't forget to tag us using hashtag businessaf.